0: Yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Y'all come on in. on y'all got three more minutes three more minutes three more minutes hello everyone hello everyone that's coming through my instagram yes i will be teaching the last seven words of jesus christ while he was being crucified and on april the 17th i will be doing the um, Easter message at 6 a.m. titled, Resurrection Brings Restoration. Resurrection Brings Restoration. Amen. And so this is day one. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And a lot of times we hold people to where they are And we don't realize they really don't understand. Um, they, They really don't know what they are doing. Amen. So, if y'all are watching, listening, say hello, hello, hola. (laughs) And so, if y'all are watching, please come on in, like this, comment, share. Amen. Let me know if I am blessing you, encouraging your heart. Amen. We are in this thing together. Amen. We are in this thing together. And so I want to be able to encourage you, but I'm going to wait. We got another minute and I'll go ahead and start. we got one more minute and I'm going to start. All right, I'm at my minute. All right, y'all come on in here and say hello to me. All right, we're getting started. Hey, good to see you on here, Prophetess Pinky. Good to be good to see you on here, woman of God. If you're able, share this to your page or invite some people in that you think that would love to hear um, these messages in the next seven days. Because I am going to encourage your heart, and I will say that I will not be rushing through, but I will be walking through. If this is for you, stay with me, follow me as I follow the Lord. If this is not for you, scroll on through. Amen. Don't be a hindrance to someone else, be a help concerning someone else. Amen. And so, um, for those of you who know, that I go on in Jesus' name anyway. It doesn't matter who comes in. It doesn't matter who watches privately. But at the end of the day, this is not about me, but this is all about God. So who, listen, Jesus said, let so whosoever will, let him come. Amen. So he never had to push people. He never had to rush people. He asked a question, what is it that you want? What is it that you need? Amen do you want to be made whole so that's the question i ask for you all in these next seven days what is it that you need what is it that you want do you want to be made whole do you want to be free um the jailer asked paul and silas when they were in the jail the jailer asked them what must i do to be saved Amen. And listen, sometimes salvation is a scary thing. Salvation can be a struggle at times, but salvation brings healing. Salvation brings deliverance. Salvation brings freedom. Salvation brings forgiveness. And not just for the other individual, but for you as well. But so many times we have to ask ourselves, can we be real about it? What is it that we need forgiveness in? Who do we need to be forgiven? Who do we need to forgive? Who do we need to release? Who are we holding in our heart and causing us to be messed up? Good morning. Well, good afternoon. Good to see you on here, Prophetess Sarah. Listen, what you need to understand is when Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And in this world, in this society, in your family, in your friends, in your leaders, in the house of God, on your jobs, the stranger on the interstate, it doesn't matter who you come against or who comes against you, you must forgive. Because others may not know why they're doing what they're doing. Why they're saying what they're saying. Why they're acting the way that they're acting. Why, why, they, why are they being double-minded? Why are they um, becoming unstable? Because sometimes they don't know what they're doing. And some people do know what they're doing. We say it all the time. They grown, They know. I used to say it all the time. It's just some things are just common sense. But in reality, and on this walk of salvation, on this journey of healing, on this path of righteousness, it has been a trial. There has been some tribulations. There's been some obstacles. There's been some stumbling blocks. There have been people that have spoke against me. There's been people that spoke against my family. There are just some people who really do not understand who they're putting their mouths on, who they're coming against. They really don't know. They don't. You know why? Because they move in their emotions. They move in their feelings. They move in their own mindset. They move in in their own issues. They move in their own struggle. They move in their own events. They move in self. And they're refusing or they're rejecting or they're just not wanting to apply righteous living, righteous understanding, godly behavior, because of jealousy, because of envy, because of disobedience, because of witchcraft, because of it's all about me mentality. But when will you understand that in knowing what you should know You will be able to forgive and not retaliate. You will be able to forgive and not do tick for tack. You will be able to forgive without hidden motives, without hidden agendas. You will be able to forgive. And when you're able to forgive, then the Father in heaven will forgive you. Because if you're not willing to forgive someone else, then he's not willing to forgive you. We always talk about well, Lord has blessed me, and I just don't deserve it. You really don't, because of how you treat people, because of rudeness, disrespectful the, the the ways it's come the way the words that comes out of your mouth, your attitude, your heart, your flesh. Jesus knew that's why he said, "Yeah, your spirit is sure enough, indeed willing, but your flesh is weak." And until you, as an individual, recognize where you are recognize what you're doing, recognize the place that you're in, recognize the place you need to come out of, you're still going to have that hurtful heart. You're still going to have that hateful heart. You're still going to be stuck in self because you really do not know what it truly means to forgive. So Jesus came through this way. So let us know why forgiveness is needed, why forgiveness is needed. Now, again, I don't, I, I can't, um, I'm trying to get here, y'all. I'm not sure um, who's all tuned in, who's all turned on. I don't know. But I'm going on in Jesus' name. I thank you for those who have tuned in on my Instagram. And I thank you for the one that is watching as, I, as, as, as they're watching and as they're following me as I follow the Lord. Amen. But if you're able to say, hey, Sister Holloway, say hello to me. If you're able to send your hearts, send your hearts. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm going to tell you, I love to see the hearts. I love to see the amens. I love the interaction. But do I need it? No. But is it helpful? Yes. Does it help push me? Yes. Does it encourage me? Yes. But but I've learned that in spite of, I still got to push forward. I still got to push forward. Because see, for some of you, I may be encouraging you. But for others, I'm encouraging myself. The word of God keeps me. The word of God holds me. The teachings, the lessons, the word, the power of the Holy Spirit, it holds on to me amen and that's my desire that the word of god will hold on to you that the word of god will heal you and deliver you and set you free from some things amen amen so um lord god i thank you on this afternoon that you will come through and you will touch your people lord god that, Lord God, they will understand the true meaning of forgiveness. Lord God, I thank you for the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, as I begin to decrease, you will increase. Lord God, as I remove my emotions, remove my feelings, remove my thoughts, Lord God, so that the Holy Spirit will take over and be led by the word of God, by your word, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Lord God, I want to speak to those who have a problem with forgiveness forgiveness. I want to speak to those who've been holding on to hurt. I want to speak to those who've been holding on to those betrayals and holding on to those issues and those struggles who are having a problem of releasing the hurt, having a problem of releasing forgiveness, Lord God. I want to talk to those who need to know the true meaning of forgiveness and how we and, and how we need to understand that it's you. That gives us the release it is you that gives us the love it is you that gives us that mercy and that compassion so that we can give it to others lord god god i want to talk to those who don't even know who you are that don't know what you're able to do god but your word tells us in ephesians 3 and 20 now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above 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 all what we can think of and what we ask and by the power that continues to work through us, Lord God. God, somebody needs to know that you are a mind regulator and a heart fixer. Somebody needs to know that you are still in the healing business. Somebody needs to know that you're still in the forgiving business. Somebody needs to know that they can do all things through you. But some people need to know that they can't do anything without you. So God, I thank you for the teaching and the training. God, I thank you for allowing me to have a heart of forgiveness. God, I thank you that I had to realize one day that I must forgive myself of the things that I have done, of the things that I have said, the actions that I have done within myself, Lord God. And when I was able to forgive myself, I was able to forgive others. When I was able to love myself, I was able to love others. So God, I thank you for your love that drew me with love and kindness. God, I thank you for compassion. God, I thank you for restoration. God, I thank you for deliverance. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. And God, my prayer on today, that somebody will release the heart and forgive those that have hurt them and forgive those that have come against them and forgive themselves, God. Be a mind regulator and be a heart fixer in the mighty name of Jesus. uh, CZJ, Drummer13, listen, we are still having ministry from Knoxville, Tennessee, and we are still doing ministry here in Columbia, South Carolina. Whatever you need from the Lord, he will provide, my God, he will provide. You have to make the way. And everything that you're praying for, everything that you desire, everything that you want, God will do it. Ask yourself, what is it that you need? So, God, I ask you right now that you go to him right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And that you heal his heart. You hear his heart, God. Let him to be able to reach out. So, God, I thank you for those who are watching. I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you for those who are watching publicly. And I thank you for those who are watching privately, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, cover me. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, Lord God, cover me. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, Lord God, cover me. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, I bind up every negative spirit. I bind up every demonic spirit. I bind up every every witch, every warlock in the mighty name of Jesus. I bind you. The Scripture tells me, whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever I loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will go forth in jesus name because god would get the glory out of my story because he is alpha and omega he's the beginning and the end he's first and the last and he's my all he's my everything he's my comforter he's my light place in a dark place in the mighty name of jesus so god i thank you for this word on today father forgive them for they know not what they do And Lord God, as I begin to walk through this word, as I begin to give the word of God, that the the souls will be healed, hearts will be encouraged, and sin will be released, iniquity will be released, hatred will be released, malice will be released, strife and contention will be released, discord and division will be released in Jesus' name. So Lord God, continue to be the mind regulator and the heart fixer, and we thank you, we love, we bless you, and we glorify you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. The first scripture I'm going to read to you is Luke 23. Luke 23, starting at the starting at the 26th verse through um, 43. That's the that's 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 the first scripture amen amen luke 23 26 through 43 that is the first verse in jesus name amen amen let me pin this down here okay so luke 23 and i will start at the 26th verse and it reads hold on there and as they led him away they laid hold upon one Simon, a sirenian coming out of the country. And on him they laid the cross, that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great company of people, and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus turning unto them and said daughters of jerusalem weep not for me but weep for yourselves and for your children for behold the days are coming in the which they shall say blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bear and the pap which never gave suck then shall they begin to say to the mountains Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? Lord, help us in this place. You have to understand that if the innocent Jesus meets with such a fate, what will be the fate of guilty Jerusalem? (laughs) <laughs> y'all better understand the word of God. y'all need to understand the word of God. He reigns on the just and on the unjust. Listen, 32 says and there were also two other malefactors. Let's see. let' let me tell you what a malefactor is. A malefactor is one who commits an offense against the law. A malefactor is one who commits an offense against the law. One who favors harsh punishment. One who favors harsh punishment. One who sins against another. The Bible tells us that we are to obey the law, the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments of the word of God. And I'm going to get to that later about Jesus saying that, where's my paper? That he, he, he didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. Amen? Amen. So with that being said, um. Verse 34 says, then said Jesus, no, 33, let me go back. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And, and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left, they, they grabbed hold of Jesus. What grabs hold on onto you from the right and to the left? Who grabs hold of you from the right to the left? 34 said, then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding and the rulers also with them derided him saying he saved others let him save himself if he be christ the chosen of god and the soldiers also mocked him coming to him and offering him vinegar and saying, if you be the king of jews save yourself and a superscription also was written over him in letters of greek latin and hebrew that read this is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged rallied on him, saying, If you be Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, seeing you are in the same condemnation? Some of you are in the same place as someone else. Some of you are doing the same thing as someone else. Some of you are talking like the same folk saying the same thing. Why do you think that you're the only one that go through? Why do you think that you're the only one that's being hanged? Why do you think that you're the only one that's being scorned? Why do you think you're the only one that's being condemned? Why do you think that it's always about you? That's why the other man said, and I'm going to paraphrase, dude, how can you condemn him? How can you say anything concerning him and you're hanging right next to him? You're doing the same thing. And the word said he rebuked him. See, that's what's wrong with some of us. That's what's wrong with some of you. You don't want to be rebuked. You don't want to be corrected. You don't want to see your faults. You don't want to realize that uh, you need forgiveness in your heart while you're trying to get others to forgive some of you need to recognize where you are while you're realizing where someone else is at some of you need to recognize where you are while you're realizing where someone else is at let me say that again some of you need to recognize where you're at while you're realizing where somebody else is everybody got so much bad to say about others but what about you when you're in the same place when you're hurting in the same place when you're being attacked in the same place what is wrong with some of you father forgive them for they know not what they do not what they say what they do what are your actions what are your actions what are you showing what are you showing what are you doing and you're and you listen and you hang next to your brother Lord, help me in this place. 41 41 said, and we indeed justly, but we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. This man hasn't done nothing wrong. This man has done nothing wrong. We deserve to be hanged. We deserve to be in prison. We deserve to be in the hospital. We deserve to have nothing. We deserve to, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Nothing he has done has been amiss. It's not been in vain. It's not been in vain glory. It's not been about him. It's not been about his suffering. But Jesus knew his assignment. When Jesus took the assignment, he knew the assignment. And he might not have had the whole plan. And that is shown to us in the Garden of Gethsemane when he was crying out, Let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. Are we really allowing God's will to be done? Are we really giving it to the Lord? Are we really giving it over to him? Are we standing in our flesh and holding on to malice and holding on to hatred and holding on to pettiness and holding on to what? Father, forgive them, but they know not what they do. It Thank you, Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter if you are a pastor. It doesn't matter if you are a prophetess or a prophet. It doesn't matter if you're a bishop or an apostle. It doesn't matter if you're an evangelist or a lay member. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or a non-Christian. It doesn't matter if you're holy or unholy. Right is right and wrong is wrong. If it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. If it barks like a dog, it's a dog. Jesus said, you're either hot or cold. Because if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth jesus said you can't straddle the fence either you're going to serve one and hate the other but you can't serve two you can't serve the devil and jesus at the same time you need to make a choice you need to choose who you're going to serve lord help me jesus 42 and 43 says and he said unto jesus lord remember me when you come into thy kingdom And Jesus said unto him, "Verily I say unto you, today shall you be with me in paradise. I want to be with Jesus in paradise. So I'm going to make sure that my heart stays right where it needs to be with the Lord. I want to make sure that my conversations line up with the word. And if I fall short, when I fall short, Father, forgive me. Because I didn't know what I was doing at that moment. Father, forgive me. Because I didn't understand what was happening at that moment. Father, forgive me for not trusting you. Because I didn't understand. Father, forgive me. I missed the assignment. Father, forgive me. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was being said. I didn't know what was being done. but Lord, forgive me remember me and i'm reminded thank you holy spirit and i am reminded of hezekiah when the prophet came in and said you're going to die and i'm gonna paraphrase it but hezekiah turned his face to the wall and said lord remember the good things look on the good things that i've done and before the prophet got out of the house out of the court The Lord told him to go back and tell him he shall live and not die. Oh, oh, oh. I know where I'm supposed, I know where I'm at. It's about restoration, healing and deliverance, salvation. Jesus died on Calvary for you and for me, for them and for us. He said, I didn't come to condemn the world. I came so that the world might be saved through me. Do you know your assignment? Do you know where you're supposed to be? Do you know what you're supposed to be doing? And if you say yes, is there, if there, is there unforgiveness in your heart? Is there unforgiveness in your ministry? Is there unforgiveness in your mind? Is there unforgiveness in your thoughts? Is there unforgiveness anywhere concerning you? because of what somebody else do not know. So whether they know or whether they don't know, you are to forgive others so that the Father in heaven can forgive you. You can't expect people to be nice to you when you can't be nice to others. You can't expect people to give you something when you're not ready to give to others. You can't expect people Jesus gave the golden rule to do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. It's not. A, it, it doesn't matter if it's your spouse. It doesn't matter if it's your children. It doesn't matter if it's your grandparents. It doesn't matter if it's your siblings. It doesn't matter if it's a, it's a co-worker. You be nice. You show the golden rule. You be the golden rule. You be the golden rule, which leads me to Genesis 37. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What leads me to Genesis 37, 12 through 36. And I told y'all I was going to work, I was going to walk this thing through. I sure am. I told y'all I was going to walk this thing through. And I am praying. That you all follow me as I continue to follow the Lord. But this, I'm telling you, if you if you will heed to the word of God, good afternoon, Pastor Tamerial, Sister Carmika. Hello, Bishop. Uh, oh, that's Tyler. Well, it says CZJ. His name is Tyler, but okay. <laughs> Well, Taylor, now I can talk to you like this. You need to make your way to South Carolina and come to service. It's only twice, two Sundays a month. If you're still here. Take a little pause break. But anyway, so we're going back. We're going back. We're going back. We're going back. We're going back, we're going back to Genesis. We're going back to Genesis. Oh, this thing is good to me. Genesis chapter 37. I need y'all to go there. Because see, some of you think that um, certain things only happen to you or some of you leaders or, or or people that are Christians, you think that nothing can happen to you because who you're connected to. But I'm here to let you know, huh, you're going to beg the difference after this one. Genesis chapter 37. And this is a man of God. This is a person who was raised with the Lord and, and who his father is. Amen. So so let, let's, let's go there. So, Genesis 37, starting at the first verse, and it reads, and Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. Let's say 12. I'm sorry, let me go back. I want to take you I don't want to take y'all through um the I, I, I want I'm gonna skip that part, but maybe well, I read it, so let me just read it. Okay. So these are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being ser- ser- Jacob, I'm sorry, Joseph being seventeen years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was. The son of his the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. Hello, Sister Jenny. Hello, Providence Marie. Hey, Sister Janice. And so, and he said unto them, here, I pray you, this dream, which I have dreamed, for behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about and made opposites to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more of his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and said, behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made audiences to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to you in the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. Listen, sometimes when people don't understand. Now, remember, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do lord have mercy this thing is about to bless me and i'm, I'm about to run, i'm about to run in this little small this little small space that i am in but i am about to run in this place because you see that the thing about it is he even though joseph father rebuked him he still observed the saying because he at that moment began to understand something is about to happen something is about to take place and i may not understand it but because i trust god i may not be able to understand it at this moment but because i trust god i may not know what's happening but i trust god um i i hear what this dream is saying but god i'm still going to trust you i'm not going to move just yet but god i'm going to observe the saying and how many of us observe the saying when we really don't understand What's happening when we really don't understand what's taking place? When, 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 oh Lord, have mercy, help me, Jesus. When we have dreams and when we have visions, and when there are things happening around us that's not lining up with the dream, that's not lining up with the vision, we don't understand it, but we're supposed to trust God in it. So if Proverbs 3 tells us that we are to not lean to our own understanding, that we are to acknowledge the Lord, meaning we are to observe the saying. We are to trust God, acknowledge God in it because we don't understand. We don't know. But when you find yourself thinking that you know everything because you've done everything, doesn't mean you still know everything. Because every assignment is different when it comes to the Lord, when it comes to his work, when it comes to his people, you have to understand that we are his people and he is our father. And so many times we allow our situations, we'll allow our events, we'll allow our circumstances to cause us to move, to cause us to do things, to cause us to say things that we shouldn't. Instead of us calming down and observing the singing and trusting God in that place because of the places that he's taken to us. Good afternoon, Sister Tina. So we all wanna, we, we, we find ourselves in, a, listen, I saw a Facebook post yesterday that said, just because I make a post, doesn't mean my post is about you. But I'm gonna tell you why we feel like those posts are made about us because that's where our mindset is. That's where our feelings are. That's where our issues and our struggles come in with and don't really understand that that's the spirit of the Lord. That's the spirit of conviction. But it's Satan who wants to bring the spirit of confusion. So without you understanding that God is a God of peace, God is a God of order. God is not the author of confusion, but he is a God of peace. So even if you do see a post and it is about you, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I'm just going to observe the saying. And some of you don't even understand that our lives is a part of the word of God. And when I begin to walk this thing through with Joseph, you are either going to understand it or you're going to reject it. You're either going to apply it or you're going to reject it. You're either going to walk through it or you're going to reject it because you can't apply and reject at the same time. You can't. You're either going to have a heart change or you're going to have a heart issue. You're going to have to make a choice. You're either going to see it the way God sees it or you're going to see it the way your flesh sees it. You're going to have to make a choice. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Listen this is not listen I have notes I have the devil listen I have my notes I have my notes I have my notes so yeah a long time ago my some of my messages would have been about you <laughs> a long time ago it, they, they would have been about you but when I became a new creature when I became mature when I became better when I became greater, and where I was because of the word of God, then I no longer allow what people say and do to affect me because I don't want to be infected. Because I want to make it into heaven, <laughs> I want. I want to be. I want to. Be, I want to be the one in that area that Jesus says, "Come on with me. You're going on today. Today you're going to be in paradise with me." So yes, I take my salvation very seriously. I, I don't play with God. I don't play with his word. I don't play with the people. I don't entertain it. I don't do none of that. It's either going to be, we're well, we going to do this or we're not. We're going to live for the Lord or we're not. We're going to be nice or we're not. Well, listen, what are we doing? Because what we're not going to do, what we not going to do, what I'm not going to do. Yes, it's changed. My, my verbiage had to change from, bruh. This ain't what you want. Into what we gonna do. What we doing. Let, let me know what we're doing. Are we gonna be what, what we are we gonna separate? What what we what we going what we doing? Because I, I'm not gonna put my hands on you. I'm not gonna speak bad about you. I'm not gonna come and snatch your whole soul, even though I want to. But again, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. So now my words, Lord, forgive them, because they really don't understand. Lord, forgive me if I've done something. Either way, forgiveness has got to take place. And we hear people all the time, oh, I forgave them. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm good in that area. But, But your heart hasn't changed. Your mentality hasn't changed. Your attitude hasn't changed. Your behavior hasn't changed. Nothing concerning your forgiveness has changed because forgiveness brings changes. Oh Lord have mercy. Listen. Listen. Listen, Jesus, listen. So verse um. Lost my place. 12. 37 and 12. Genesis 37 and 12. Now, now look now look what happens to Joseph. And then y'all tell me. Um, now y'all tell me how this doesn't happen to you all. So and his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, "Do you know where your brethren is?" And I'm 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 paraphrasing. He said, "I we said I, I need you to see." He said so. Listen. Let me let me, just, let me read it the way it is. And Israel said unto Joseph, "Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you unto them." And he said to him, "Here I am." here I am. Joseph said to his father, here I am. Joseph said, and he said to his daddy, uh, uh, Israel said to Joseph, go, I pray you, see whether it be well with your brethren and well with the flocks and bring me word again. Now, mind you, Israel probably didn't even know what was going on with Joseph and his brothers, but because we're parents, we still have that one child that we know gonna come back and tell us everything that they're doing. I have, I have, I have a godson that does that to Jacob, so I, I don't have to worry about too much not knowing what Jacob's gonna do because Stefan gonna tell it. Because <laughs> you always have that one sibling, or you always have that one brother or sister, or that one family member, or that one best friend, or that one person that is that will be quick to say, "I'll go." Let me go see what they're doing. Let me go see what they got going on. Oh, y'all yeah, know it's true, anyhow. Listen, so he sent him out of the of the Vale and Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found Joseph. And behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What are you looking for? Because see, his brothers was supposed to be feeding the, feeding the flock so now Joseph is in the field he don't see no flock he don't see his brother he don't see nothing he's just wandering around when he's supposed to be looking for his brethren but he don't know where they are right so the man said what are you looking for and Joseph said I seek my brethren tell me I pray you where feed their flocks where are they feeding their flocks and the man said they are they are departed from here for I heard them say let us go to Dothan and Joseph went after his brethren. And found them in Dothan. Now, and when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against to slay him. What did what did they do? At that moment, they conspired. At that moment, they conspired against Joseph. So let me just put let me listen who is conspiring after you there you go let me let me let me let me put that question in there let me let me put that question right there who is conspiring after you who is looking for you to fail who is looking for you to do wrong who is looking to for you to do the the most who who is conspiring? Against you, Joseph. Listen. So 19 says, and they said one to another, behold, here comes the drummer, the dreamer again. I didn't say the drummer. Taylor just messaged about you. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm just playing because you'd be like, you know, you'd be all in your feelings. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but maybe it is about you. Maybe it isn't is it is it not okay anyway y'all yeah i had a little, little pity moment okay so who is conspiring against you and they said one to another here comes the dreamer so 20 says come now therefore and let us slay him let us kill him and cast him into some pit and we will say some evil beasts have devoured him And we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben, will you be that one that will try to save a person? Will you be like Reuben? Reuben heard it and he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Let us not conspire against him. Let us not get rid of him. Let us not hurt him. Let us not do any harm towards him. Let us not. Who can you be that one? That when somebody is talking to you and they're venting to you and they're telling you what somebody has done to them. Will you be the one that say don't kill them? I said yesterday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Yep, Sunday. Don't, you don't have to cut them because they want to kill you. And I came from 1 Samuel chapter 24, David and Saul. When Saul said, Surely you are the better man than I, because here I am. I have been trying to kill you for the longest, and you could and you had a chance, and you did not. Lord, help me in this place. And you did not, even though the word was right, but some, some people will take the word and twist it for your heart to change a wrong. But David has a heart after God's own heart. Hold on, y'all. Oh. Mm. My slush thing. My slushy thingy. it got warm. Okay. So 22 says, and Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into his pit. Cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness and lay him and lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. So Reuben's initial, his initial thing was to deliver Joseph back to his father, back to safety. Right? So, but it, and it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren. Now, mind you, They was having this whole conversation before Joseph had even got to them. They were conspiring against Joseph before they even got there, before Joseph had even showed up. They saw him afar off. So they had this whole plot. They conspired this whole thing against Joseph. So as it came to pass, when Joseph was coming to his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him that was on him and they took him and cast him into a pit and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread. Now, mind you, they conspired it. They, they, they plotted it. Somebody says the intention, you know, when you go to court and you go to jail, it's the intent? Sometimes you don't, you, sometimes you're not the one that committed the crime. But it was your intent. You conspired. You helped plan it out. You helped think it out. And so it was premeditated. Premeditated. You 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 thought it. You planned it. You put action to it. That means you you now you saying I'm sorry and I didn't mean to. Please forgive me but you still got to face those consequences of your actions. You still have to face those, those the discipline of what you've done and what you said. You still have to reap what you sow. Listen, so 25 says, and they sat down to eat bread and they lift up their eyes and looked and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh going to carry it down to egypt and judah said unto his brethren what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood come let us sell him to the ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him for he is our brother and our flesh and his brother, brethren, We're content. Now, he is our brethren. He is our blood, but you still want him dead. They are our friend. They are our leader. They are our mama and daddy. But you still want to conspire against them because what? They are dreamer. They have vision. They have purpose. They have plans. They have a life. They have ministry. They have children. They have a a, a job, a good job. They have money. They're well off. But because you hate them, every time you see them, you want to conspire against them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They They don't even understand. And Bishop said it Sunday. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bishop said it Sunday. When he played that song on his page yesterday, he said it when your enemies come against you don't retaliate because they still may have your blessing (laughs) he said i'll make your enemies your footstool he said i'll prepare the table in the presence of your enemies so you don't have to you don't have to hate people you don't even have to dislike people lord jesus listen so 28 says then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen, and they drew and lift up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver, and they brought Joseph into Egypt. And later on, the, the and later on, I will teach. Well, when we get to Jesus being betrayed by Judas for pieces of silver there's a piece of silver must have been like a whole whole lot back then good <laughs> people are selling you out for some silver it is a they are throwing you under the table for some for some for some for something listen and Reuben returned, and now remember Reuben said don't let's 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 not let's do, don't let's do do i mean let's, let's let's not do that so originally so and Reuben. Return unto the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit, and he tore his clothes. And he returned unto his brethren and said, the child is not, and I, whither shall I go? Reuben is now saying, what should we do? What should I do? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goat's. And dipped the coat in the blood, and they sent the coat of many colors, and they brought it to their father, and said, This have we found. Know now whether it be thy son's coat or not. Now they now they said, Well, we don't know if it's if it's if it's if it's if it's, if it's, if it's him or not, but this is his coat. But because Israel made it for Joseph. He recognized the coat. He recognized the colors. He recognized the material. He recognized what he created. And even though sometimes we have reckon it's been recognized or, or, or what we've done or said, something will always bring back a memory of what's been destroyed or what's been torn or what's been damaged. And until you understand the true damage of someone's heart the true damage of someone's emotions, the true damage of of, of a person's being, their mental state, then you will not know what you do to that individual. You will not know what you said or how you said it to that individual. I need y'all to hear me and hear me well. I need y'all to hear me good. So, so, and Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. Jacob refused to be comforted because he was mourning. He was hurt. He was devastated. He didn't know. He didn't know. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt, uh, unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaohs, and captain of the guard. My first point, my first point in this message of father, forgive them for they know not what they do is this first point, the first major action of what happened to Joseph and what he had to go through. And then now some of you need to say, now here comes something else. Now here comes something else. Now, here comes something else, and we're going to Genesis. Here comes something else, and we're going to Genesis 39. Here comes something else. I know some of y'all like, honey, she is gonna write. Yes, I am, because I'm gonna get this out. Because some of you need to understand that you are not alone when it comes to the Lord. You are not alone when it comes to this life. You are not alone. Listen, first major part happened in Joseph to Joseph. Sold by his brothers, sold by his flesh and blood, sold because they hated him even the more when he came looking for them. When all he was doing, what his all he would Lord, thank you, Jesus. All that he was doing was doing what his father had asked. And isn't that where we are today? Where we obey the word of God, God is our father, he's asked us. Let me, let me, let me just let me, let me read to you what we've been at, what, what we have been asked to do. Let me, let me help you out. What we've been, what we've been asked to do. Let me, let me help you out. What we've been asked to do. Let me let me help you out. What we what we've been asked to do. Let me let me help you. Let me let me find it. Let me let me help you. I, I know where it is. I want to make sure I read this to you right. Right here. Second Timothy. This is this is what we've been asked to do. Second Timothy. Second Timothy 4. 2. Just that right there. I'm just gonna read that. Just read that part right there. This is what we've been asked to do: preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke exhort with all long suffering and doctrine why because there will come a time there will there for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables but you watch in all things but you watch in all things so now genesis 39 so if that's not one thing here comes something else father forgive them for they know not what they do genesis 39 and joseph was brought down to egypt and potiphar and officers of pharaoh captain of the guard and egyptian brought him of the hand of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph. You need to know, you need to know that no matter, you need to know, and no matter, What happens? The Lord is with you. You need to know that no matter what happens, the Lord is with you. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight. Who is seeing grace in their sight concerning you? Who is seeing grace in their sight concerning you? Who? Who? And it came to pass that he made him overseer over his house and all that he had to put him into his hand. From From that time, he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Not the Lord's sake, not the kingdom's sake, but for joseph's sake do you not realize that if you stand for righteousness if you do what is right if you speak what is right if you do what is right if your attitude god will give you favor in your enemy's house god will give you favor in your in the enemy's camp god will give you favor in front of those who are trying to destroy you in front of those who are trying to bring you down God will give you favor <laughs> for Joseph's sake. It didn't say the Lord's sake. I need y'all to hear me and hear me well. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake, and the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he knew not out he had save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. Do you not understand that? Yes, people will take advantage of you because you're anointing. People will take advantage of you because of your personality. People will take advantage of you because of the favor that they have on you. But the Lord will be with you The Lord will cover you. The Lord will lead you. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will cover you. Even if for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of the word, for the sake of your righteousness, it's not going to stop people from coming against you. It's not going to stop the enemy from trying to attack you. But when you stand on the word of God, when you trust God in your misery, when you trust God, in the wilderness, when you trust God in the betrayal, when you trust God in the hurt, when you trust God in the demise, when you trust God, in the midst of a failure, in the midst of a struggle, in the midst of a breakdown, you have to trust God, for your sake, he will place you, in the house so that you can be a blessing, so that a house can be blessed, the people around you can be blessed. But it's always gonna be that one to try to set you up. It's always gonna be that one that try to dog you out. It's always gonna be that one that try to bring you down. It's always gonna be that one that try to hurt you, scorn your name, scandalize you, mess up your character, mess up your integrity, take stuff from you. It always gonna be that one But don't you be the one. Don't you be the one. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. You always going to have that one who's going to say, hey, I need you to come this way. Hey, I need you to come with me. Hey, I need you to do this. Hey, I need you. How can what can we? There's always gonna be that one that's gonna fixate their eyes on your now listen, not you, but your favor, your anointed, your character, your possessed. You're always gonna have you're always gonna find that one that's gonna want you because of what's on you. Because of what's in you. And you have to be the one to stand for God and say, no, no, no. I serve the Lord. The Bible said we don't need to do that. The Bible said we should not talk about our neighbor. The Bible said we need to love our neighbor. The Bible said we got to bless them and do good to them. The Bible says pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. The Bible says. But see, we don't want to do that. Cause see, when they fixate their eyes on us, we turn around and then fixate our flesh on them. That's good, right there. See, we will fixate our no, 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 they will fixate their eyes. on us then we fix then then our flesh fixates on them they will fixate their eyes on us then our flesh fixates on them jesus said your spirit is willing but your flesh is weak it's your flesh that needs deliverance it's your flesh that needs healing it's your flesh that needs to be moved set aside dismissed listen but he refused for those of you who need to know where I'm at, I'm in Genesis 38. I'm sorry, Genesis 39, and I'm now I'm on verse 8. But he refused. Did I give y'all that idea? But he re- but he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master's, my master water not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he has to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I neither hath he kept back anything from me but you because you are his wife how then can i do this great wickedness and sin against god father forgive them for they know not what they do joseph said i'm a man of god and this man has given me everything anything that I could probably ask for he would give it but what but my but my hands is off of you because you are his wife you are his wife and I will not do this great wickedness and I will not sin against God I don't think you you know what y'all listen I'm I'm gonna take a drink. I'm gonna take a drink because I'm gonna need that to mediate. I'm gonna need that to marinate in y'all spirit. I'm gonna need that to marinate in y'all in y'all spirit. I'm gonna need y'all to let that marinate in your flesh. Be not wise in your own eyes. Depart from evil. But you can only depart from evil when you have the spirit of the lord when you allow the lord to be with you when you won't allow your flesh to override your spirit but you allow your spirit to override your flesh oh it's the truth anyhow my lord jesus it's the truth anyhow instagramers facebookers Everyone that's watching, it's the truth anyhow. If you can't recognize what your sin is, if you can't recognize that iniquity that's in your heart, you are lost. If you allow your flesh to override the commandments of what's been spoken to you, what you have learned, what you have heard. Let me move on. Verse 10. And it came to pass as she spake to Joseph day by day. Every day this chick was coming for him. Every day this chick was coming for him. Every day. And I could only imagine Joseph be like, dude, leave me alone. I'm not that I'm not coming into you. I'm not going to be with you. I'm not giving you what you want. Why do you keep chasing me? You have a husband. Whatever your husband's not doing, take that over to him. But I'm not lying with you. Leave me alone. But day by day, that he hearken not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. Listen, did y'all catch that? He was not hearken to her to lie by her or to be with her he tried his best to stay away from her how are you standing away from those things that is trying to set you up how are you trying to stay away from those things that's trying to hem you up how are you staying away from sin how are you staying away from iniquity? how are you staying away from 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 that negativity how are you standing away from those people that's keeping you in sin that's keeping you bound that's keeping you captive why y'all can't be like Joseph and stand for the Lord's sake and stand for righteous sake and stand for holiness sake, stand for kingdom's sake, stand for, 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 for character's sake, stand for integrity's sake, stand because what's right? Why is it that it is so hard for you to stand? For what is right. It doesn't matter if it's fighting you every day. You got to trust God. Where is your relationship with the Lord? Where is your relationship with the Lord? Because you and the Lord have to have a relationship together. Draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. James, read it. Let me just put that in there. James 4, read it. See, I put these scriptures there so y'all can go back and read these scriptures for yourselves. Don't take my word for it. Read this for yourself. Understand the purpose that God has for your life. Understand the purpose of Jesus saying, forgive them, Father. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do but Jesus knew his assignment. And when you know, when you truly know your assignment, everything you do concerning Jesus Christ, that's what you are gonna stand on. But when you make it about you and what you got going on, you miss the assignment. You miss the purpose. You miss the plan. You miss God. You miss God. That's why I say in these next seven days, I'm not rushing through this anymore. Whoever comes on comes on and who doesn't, doesn't. Because somebody is watching. Somebody is listening. Somebody wants a change. Somebody needs deliverance. Somebody needs to be set free. Somebody needs to really understand the true meaning of forgiveness. And not by what you don't know, but, but by what they don't know but you got to know for yourself. You got to know for yourself. Instagrammers, Facebookers, you got to know for yourself. You have to know for yourself. Listen, day by day, Lord have mercy. I can only imagine. But verse 11 says, and it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business. He was minded. Somebody to say, Somebody to say, somebody say, Hey, Hey, Vance is somebody say he was just minding his business. <laughs> he Joseph was, he was just, he was just Listen, How many of us, how many you're welcome. Bless you. woman of God. how many of us have said, man, I was just minding my business. Listen, all I needed to do was go in, do what I need to do, handle what I need to handle, take care of what I need to take care of. And then going about my business. But this chick. This dude, they came my way. I was not even trying to do all of that. I was not even trying to go in there. I was not, I, listen, I was just being, I was just doing, I was just being about my business. Being about my business. And there was none of the men of the house there within. And verse 12 said, and she caught him by his garment. She was so desperate. She was so strong will you gonna give me what i want and if you ain't gonna give it to me i'm about to take it and when she was about to take it joseph pulled away and in the midst of him pulling away and her saying lie with me and he left his garment in her hand and fled and got out of there as quick as he could he got how many of you are able to run away from the enemy run away from sin run away from faults run away from mistakes run away from them people that's trying to do you harm run away oh but we won't run away we because we ain't no You went for the punk me out let's do this what we gonna do what's about to happen what's up we gonna do this or not but no y'all want to take matters into your own hands y'all want to be petty Y'all want to do tick for tat. I'm going to get them before they get me. I'm going to come through before they get here. I'm going to show them who they messing with. Come on. Can we keep it real? Can can we be honest in that? But Joseph got away. He got away. He did get away. But he left something behind to make it seem as though he was he was the liar it don't matter how long betrayal holds you it doesn't matter how long somebody keeps lying you continue to stand on what you believe i told somebody the other day don't just don't don't be saying okay just to get them to be quiet don't do that don't agree to something that you know that is not right don't do that why would you accept a lie? Because you, because they don't want to believe you. Why would you do that? I don't do that. It is what it is. You can believe me or you don't have to believe me. But the proof is in the pudding. Screenshots don't lie. And that was a little extra. That was not even in my notes. Screenshots don't lie. That's why I would rather text than have verbal conversation. Because people will lie on you and make it seem as though this is what you said and you ain't, and you ain't, that ain't not what you said. This is what I said. Let me screenshot to you and let me show you, let me show you what I said. Not let me tell you what I said. Let me show you what I said. So I don't, I don't play them games. I'm 53 years old. Anybody, ain't, ain't anybody got time for that. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Jesus said, let your answer be no, no, or yes, yes. Whether they, if they don't want to believe you, oh well. But don't you try to don't try. You ain't got to justify it. You ain't even got to prove it. Jesus, is all, you already been justified by Jesus. People don't let the Bible says not to let your good be evil spoken of. They can talk bad about you all day long. Just don't you just don't let it be true. People believe a lie before they believe, believe truth. That's that's just reality. That's just life. That's just what it is. And I used to be that one. No, that's not what I said. Let me say, I don't no, I don't do that no more. And it comes from maturity. It comes from growing. A person of maturity will want to continue to grow to be more mature. Amen. Amen. So listen. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, that she called unto the men of her house and spake to them, saying, "See, he hath brought in a Hebrew." unto us, to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me. And I cried with a loud voice. Now you want to, listen, Lord have mercy. I got to stay focused. Listen, let me say this. Oh, now he's a Hebrew. Oh, now he's a bad guy because he wouldn't give you what you wanted. So now you want to lie. Now you want to bring, now you want to bring his, his, his race into it. So this is what we're doing. So now you want to bring the race into it. Now you want to bring the religion into it. Now you want to bring the gender into it. Now you want to bring my life into it. Now you want to bring my family into it. Now you want to bring my children into it. Now you want to bring my friends into it. Now you want to bring my job into it. So this is what we're doing. So because I wouldn't give you what you wanted, I wouldn't say what you wanted me to say. So now I'm a Hebrew. So now I'm a black woman. So now I'm a female. Oh, so now I'm that liar. So now my past, oh, so now I'm still that hooker. So now I'm still that drug dealer. So now I'm still that. I'm still now I'm still that convict. Oh, but she was wanting me though. Oh, well now when I was down, you didn't want me. But now I'm hot, you're all on me. Oh, but that's changed now because I wouldn't give you what you want. Oh, okay. I see what you I see what we're doing right now. So so now you wanted to just throw me out there under the bus because I, I wouldn't lie with you. Oh, because I wouldn't lie for you. Oh, because I wouldn't give you what you wanted. Oh, because you didn't. You needed that. You needed that car, and I gave it to somebody else. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So we enemies now. Oh, all right. Okay. So let's just okay. Let's just keep that same energy. Let's let's just keep that same energy because at the end of the day, I know I ain't done anything wrong. Didn't I say this earlier? With the man on the cross he ain't done nothing wrong leave him alone we deserve to be up here we deserve that we deserve to hang on our own cross but he don't deserve to be on his to be on this cross when he carried the cross for me and everybody else oh y'all don't hear me lord help me jesus listen Listen, so it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled and got out. And she laid up his garment by her, until his Lord came home, And she spake unto him, according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant, which you have brought into our house, came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass as I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me and fled out. And because he's a Hebrew, guess what? He believed her. (laughs) Lord, he believed her. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. People can be confused. People can be misunderstood. But there are just some people that will never tell the truth they will never tell the truth hey mike they will never tell the truth and it came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife which she spake unto him saying after this manner did they servant did thy servant to me that his wrath was kindled and joseph's master took him and put him into the prison a place where the king's prisoners were bound and he was there in the prison. But 21, the same way Joseph was with him in the good, Joseph is that, listen, Lord have mercy. The same way God was with Joseph when he swear in verse two, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was, pro- he was a prosperous man. So the same way God was with him in the beginning, he'll be with you in the middle and he'll be with you in the end. Y'all bear with me just a little while longer. I'm going to tie this thing up. And and I pray Listen, I I wish Lord knows I wish. This could have been brought in in a different way, but I thank God still that I can bring it this way without feeling rushed. Or feeling like I got to hurry up because this thing right here if i could just have some people in the front of me that needs to say lord i need you to be with me not only in my good but also in my bad in my broken place i'm looking at this story right here and i'm really trying to stay focused and i really don't want to be petty but when we think about this story about what the what what the wife did and how she lied to her husband and then her husband made a A a judgment call because of who his wife is and because she is his wife, but because of who Joseph is. It will always be somebody that's going to bring up something to make you feel like you're not that person because of your religion, because of your race, because of your gender, because of your stance, because of your statue. It doesn't matter if you're an actor. It doesn't matter if you're an actress. It doesn't matter if you're a singer. It doesn't matter if you you have a business. It doesn't matter who you are. There will be some people that will come against you because they know not what they do. They know not what they do. They don't know why they're doing it. They just need, they just know they gotta get it done. Listen, 21, Genesis 39 and 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Do y'all not understand how God has always shown favor to Joseph, to the people that he came around. Joseph had favor with, 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 um, um, Pharaoh. Then he had favor with the the man in the prison. Because you don't understand. You don't have to prove who you are and you don't have to prove who you belong to because God knows who you are and he will protect you. He will cover you. He will allow favor to shine upon you so that others may see you and bless you where you are because of where you've been. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Listen, and the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand, all the prisoners that were in the prison and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. The Lord can cause everything your hand touched to prosper but your hands have to be clean. Your heart has to be purified. You can't be devil-minded. You must know how to resist the devil and he will flee from you. You must submit yourself, therefore, to God. James 4, I just put that down there. Y'all need to go back and read it. And And the last thing, Genesis chapter 50. Genesis chapter fifty, and I listen. Y'all need to go back and read that whole storyline of Joseph and his brethren, because I jump. I jump farther ahead. But Genesis chapter fifty, Genesis chapter fifty, Genesis chapter fifty, and I'm going to start at the fourteenth verse. Nope. 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 Let me do this. I'm just. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Mm-mm. I gave you the wrong thing. Listen. I know somebody say, "Dang, she stole her." I am. Right here. This is it. Right here. Right here. That's where I'm at. Genesis fifty. Listen. And Joseph fell upon his father's face and wept upon him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians to embalm his father and the physicians embalmed Israel and 40 days were fulfilled for him. For so are fulfilled the days of those which are embalmed and the Egyptians mourned for him three score and 10 days, 70 days. And which... And when the days of his mourning were past, Joseph spake unto the house of Pharaoh saying, if now I have found grace in your eyes, speak, I pray you in the ears of Pharaoh saying, my father made me swear saying, lo, I die in my grave, which I have digged for me in the land of Canaan. There shalt thou bury me. Now, therefore, let me go up I pray thee and bury my father and I will come again. And Pharaoh said, go up and bury your father according as he has made you swear. And Joseph went up to bury his father and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house and all the elders of the land of Egypt and all the house of Joseph and his brethren and his father's house, only their little ones and their flocks and their herds. They left in the land of Goshen And there went up with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great company. And they came to the threshing floor of a tide, which is beyond Jordan. And there they mourned with a great and a very sore lamentation. And he made a mourning for his father seven days, seven days. And that's where I am today giving you the teachings the last seven words before jesus resurrected on the third day so i thank god for seven days because i believe in these next seven days seven days god is going to bless you god is going to heal you god is going to deliver you you're going to be able to forgive those because they didn't know what they were doing. You're gonna be able to open up your heart and forgive so that your father can forgive you. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites saw the mourning in the floor of a tide, they said, this is a grievous mourning to the Egyptians. Wherefore, the name of it was called Abel Mizraim, which is beyond Jordan and his sons did unto him according as he commanded them. For his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Mechphelah, which Abraham bought with the field for a possession of a burying place of Ephron the Hittite before Mamre. Now, before I read 14, let me just give you a little bit of what took place before this passing of joseph's father that his dreams came true his dreams Came to pass, and I left out the dreams that he had that he had to give to Pharaoh when he was going to have seven good years and seven bad years. Lord, help me in this place. And sometimes you may have some good years, and you may have some bad years, and you may have some good days, and you may have some bad days, and you may have some good weeks, and you may have some bad weeks, but at the end of the day, God will be with you you got to go through the bad so that you can get to the good and that's what pharaoh had done because what happened was when he he did what joseph asked him to do it was through his fathers and his brothers that he had met them again and his daddy thought he was dead but he was yet alive y'all don't hear me his daddy thought joseph was dead but he was yet alive and to find your son or to find your daughter that they have not left the faith of their lord they have not left the faith of their teaching they have not left the faith of the commandments of the lord but they held on to what god had listen joseph held on to what jacob had implanted into him they had put into him every teaching every doctrine every word every command Joseph held on to it. And because Joseph held on to it, God continued to prosper him. God continued to prosper him when he was in prison, when he was sold into slavery. The Lord still prospered him. Because Joseph, yes, he got in his feelings a couple of times. Yes, people came up against him a couple of times. Yes, he was lied on. Yes, he was sold by his brethren. But he held on. He didn't change his character. He didn't change his stance. He didn't change his belief because if he would have changed his belief, he would have slept with Pharaoh's wife. If his heart would have changed, he would have said, bump y'all, I ain't telling another dream to anybody else i know i'm a dreamer but because y'all have came against me and i was sold for dreaming i was put in prison for dreaming i was put in prison because of who i am joseph held on to his gift he never let it go he never let it die joseph held on and in verse 14 and joseph returned into egypt he and his brethren and all different. And after he had buried his father, and when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, see, here's the thing. See, y'all think, Lord, help me in this place, please, Jesus. Y'all think that it's the people that you are around that's holding you, that's keeping you. No, it's the Spirit of the Lord. It's the mind of Christ. It's God the Father. Listen to this joseph brothers saw that their father was dead they said joseph will surely hate us so they thought joseph listen can i just paraphrase this thing can i just go with my own imagination i can only imagine them thinking that joseph was putting on a front of the love that he was showing his brethren i, I can only imagine that they thought well that's why they said, surely joseph's gonna hate us now because daddy ain't here to save us daddy ain't here to save him daddy gone but our father in heaven is here forever and he will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you as he was with the forefathers. He will be with you as he was when Joseph and Jacob was here. He will be with you. He's a forever God. He's alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. God is eternal. God is forever. But when they went on and said to each other surely joseph is going to hate us and we will certainly require and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did unto him isn't it how we think what well, they're going to do to us what we did to them not everybody everybody doesn't do tick for tat everybody is not petty everybody doesn't take matters into their own hands everybody let there's some people that let's bygones be bygones listen Sixteen says, and they sent a messenger unto Joseph. They didn't even go to Joseph. They, they didn't even go to Joseph. <laughs> they sent a messenger. That's how that that's how they, when you, when they, when you, when they don't understand <laughs> when they don't understand. Listen, they they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Your father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray you now. Listen. Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of your brethren and their sin, for they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. Listen, y'all see that? So instead of them coming to Lord help, Lord help me. So instead of his brothers coming to Joseph and saying, Joseph, please forgive us we're so sorry i didn't we didn't mean to hurt you we didn't mean to leave you longer than what we expected yeah we did want you dead because i mean man you was always coming us with these dreams and then you was always going back to daddy telling him everything that we've done so yeah i mean we wanted to take you out but we didn't understand we were children we were immature we just didn't know please forgive us please will you forgive us that you're out of your mouth listen so, and Joseph wept when they spake unto him. When the messenger, listen, when the messenger, so let me go back, let me just go to 17. So shall you say unto Joseph, forgive i pray thee now the trespass of thy brethren and their sin for they did unto thee evil and now we pray thee forgive the trespass of the servants of the god of the father and joseph wept when they spoke unto him and his brethren also went and fell down before his face and they said behold we be your servants and joseph said unto them fear not for am I in the place of God? Listen, fear not, are you in the place of God? Joseph says, fear not, for am I in the place of God? So Joseph said this, but as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive now therefore fear you not i will nourish you and your little ones and he comforted them and spake kindly unto them some of you may think that what you're going through is because it's it's the enemy and sometimes it, it may be from the enemy and some of it may be from god but it's not to kill you, it's not to hurt you, it's not to put you down, it's not to keep you down, but it's for the good. It's it's for the it's for Romans 28. Romans 8:28. Let me tell you what it's for. Let me tell you. Romans 8:28 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose you are more than conquerors you are more than conquerors if god is for you who can be against you the same way god was with joseph he can be with you as well but are you willing to make the change and forgive are you willing to take a stand and forgive are you willing to move forward and forgive are you willing to are you willing to rise up and come forth to forgive what do you want how do you want to be made whole you have got to understand that everybody doesn't understand but because you know the lord and you know the will of the Lord. And you may know the word of God, but everybody doesn't know the word of God. Everybody doesn't know the will of the Lord. Everybody doesn't know their purpose. Everybody doesn't know their assignment. Everybody doesn't know why they're dreaming. Everybody doesn't know why they got to love. But for those of you who do know the word of God, Jesus said, those who know and don't do shall be beat with many stripes and those who don't know and don't do shall be beat with a few stripes many are called but few are chosen but the ones that have been chosen you are the one to help them forgive you are the one to help them to see the way God wants us to see. You are the one to lead them to the rock. You are the one to strive for them to be perfect for God. The father in heaven is perfect. You are the one that are to help those that are are feeling like they're being condemned. You are the one to help them know that they can be in paradise with Jesus today. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow isn't promised you can be the one you're supposed to be the one if you're a leader you're supposed to be a one of your part of the five-fold ministry you're supposed to be the one you your one of the chosen y'all remember lord just dropped in my spirit this eddie murphy flashed right before my eyes y'all remember the golden child the movie y'all remember that and they were telling him that he was the one that it was him who was chosen that to save that to save the little boy. Because sometimes we don't know the gifts that we have inside of us. We don't know our purpose. We don't know our potential. We don't know who we really are. I thank God that 2020 was my year. Some of you may never understand. 2020 was my year, my year of complete healing. My year of complete deliverance in one area, people, people. When the Lord spoke to me and said, you've allowed your mind to be compromised. I had to really hear the Lord. I had to really hear his word because when you, when you know who you are, you're going to trust God when nothing makes sense. When people are coming against you and when God begins to show you the true self of others, that thing will mess you up. But it didn't mess up Joseph. It didn't mess up Job. It didn't mess up Hezekiah. And it definitely didn't mess up Jesus. Because what man meant for evil... God means it for our good. Satan is here on this earth because him and those angels that left with him got kicked out of heaven because he wanted to make it all about him. He wanted to be wanted it to be him. You don't want to go to hell. You definitely want to make it to heaven. So we can't get caught up with those people that will continue to chase us, to make us do stuff that we don't wanna do. And if they use something that we may leave behind, God will still cover us and God will still keep us and God will still protect us. But we must stand through the test of our faith. The three Hebrew boys Told King Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, whatever you want to call him. If the Lord don't deliver us out of your hand, we still ain't going to serve you. We still ain't bowing down. So we're going to go through this fire, still believing in our heart that God's going to save us. And everybody that was standing around them was consumed. But they went through the fire anyway. They went through the fire anyhow. Sometimes we go through the fire because we do choose to go through the fire. But some of these fires is brought on because we got pushed in. And then because you get pushed in, don't mean the guy can't pull you out. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For God, for Thy rod, Thy staff, it comforts me, and He prepares the table in the presence of my enemies. Boom. If God is for me, who can be against me? It doesn't matter. Take me as a joke. It doesn't matter. Don't like me. It doesn't matter. Hate me all the day long. It doesn't matter. I'm going to make it to heaven. And I'm going to strive every day to get there. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be truthful. And I'm going to continue to give the word of God. So if I got to reprove and rebuke, then that's what I'm going to do. Because I have been chosen. I have been called to preach in season and out of season the sound doctrine, period. This is who I am. And this is who I chose to be because the Lord chose me. And because he chose me, I have chosen myself as well to take a stand for righteousness, to take a stand for godliness, to take a stand for holiness, Because holiness is still right. Holiness is still needed. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank you all for following me as I follow the Lord. I pray that I say something that bless you. I pray that I said something to encourage you. Listen. and, And Luke 23. Let me get back to my original. My original Luke twenty three, Luke twenty three, and because I didn't get to read, um, I thank God I didn't think I was going to, but I'm going to give y'all these right here, and I don't know what I do with my paper. I must have thought I didn't need it and didn't bring it. And well, let me just—I'll probably let me see. I'll probably use it for tomorrow. Um. Yep, I'm going to use it for tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow is today you shall be in paradise. And we're we're going to talk about salvation. 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 Tomorrow will to will you be will today be your day can i put that in here will today be your day salvation and put it in it like that that's that's the lesson on tomorrow will you be with him will you be will to will today be your day Will you be with him in paradise? Because you have to understand he goes to prepare a place for you. So let not your heart be troubled. Know that he got you, but do you have him? Amen. So tomorrow is today. You shall be with me in paradise and I'm coming from salvation. So know that I'm know that I'm praying for you know that i need your prayers that god will continue to move mightily in me um prayer if you need prayer let me know now um i don't see any on here um i don't see also let me check my um let me check the other page So, yep, you have four minutes, four minutes to ask for prayer, four minutes, four minutes, four minutes, four minutes, four minutes. I don't see any, so, but I will give a prayer for my sister and my family, um, Yep, so I don't see, check one more, because I don't see. Yep, I don't see one here, so, all right, so let me go ahead, I'm just going to pray for, um, all right so all right i don't see that all right so let me just i am just gonna go ahead and pray for um my family members in knoxville lord god i ask you to look on my sister thank you lord god that you will keep her that you will lead her and guide her lord god i thank you right now that you will continue to move mightily in her life and that you will continue to move um on behalf of the family her her siblings um her daughter naya and lord god that i will thank you for um for the life that you have given her i thank you lord for the life that you have given her um i thank you for her knowing who you are knowing what you stood for god i thank you lord god that she was able to bless eight people um in the midst of this transition that she was able to give to those Um, to give back to those which you have given her. So, God, I ask you to, to be a mind regulator and a heart fixer, Lord God, that you will allow us to get through these next few days, these next few weeks, these next few months, these next few years, these next few years, Lord God, that you will. Um, give peace and comfort where it needs to be given to, Lord God. Continue to be a mind regulator and a heart fixer, God. Continue to do what is necessary concerning us, God. We love you. We bless your name, God. We glorify you. God, continue to help us. Continue to hold us. Continue to comfort us, Lord God. God, I thank you for the word on today. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So God, even on today, I say it within myself, Father, forgive them for they know know not what they do, but Lord God, the message came from forgiveness that we must forgive because at times we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're saying. We don't know how we're acting and we're causing people to hurt. We're causing people to falter. We're causing people to fail. We're causing people to be mistreated or mishandled, Lord God. So God, in that, Lord God, forgive those who come against you. Forgive those who don't know who you are. Forgive those, ou oh, who rejects your word, who rejects the Holy Spirit, who blasphemes against the Holy Ghost. Lord God, I ask you on today, Lord God, that you will forgive those who have lied on you, forgive those who have scorned you and scandalized your name. Forgive them, Lord God, for them not reading their Bibles. Forgive them, Lord God, for not fasting and praying. Forgive them, Lord God, for putting their mouths on your people. Forgive them, Lord God, for not respecting you, God. For Forgive them, Lord God, for not allowing you to heal them and to deliver them, Lord God. Forgive them, Lord God, for them not receiving salvation and deliverance, Lord God. Forgive them, Lord God, for them rejecting you, God. Forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know that they're causing more havoc than good. They don't know, God, that they they, they need to love you. They need to reverence you, Lord God. They don't know that they're supposed to do everything concerning you, Lord God. Forgive them because they know not what they do forgive them in Jesus name so god I thank you for my life my health and my strength god I thank you for your deliverance god I thank you for your saving power god I thank you for keeping me and leading me and guiding me and directing me god I thank you for for allowing me to keep my head covered my breast covered my back covered my feet shot my, my me ready with the sword always in my hand ready to give a word of encouragement and ready to give a word of of, 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 of deliverance lord god in the mighty name of jesus though god continue to hold me Continue to mold me, continue to shape me and and make me, Lord God. Continue, God, because I just want to do your will. I want to desire to do your will more today than yesterday, Lord God. So God, thank you for allowing these platforms to be to be used, God, in Jesus' name. God, thank you for never allowing it to be about me, but always about you, God. So God, we thank you for everybody that was on this live on today. And I thank you for those who are watching. Privately, Lord God, that you will hear their hearts, that you will heal their prayers, Lord God. God, your word tells in the Second Chronicles seven and fourteen: If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, you will heal their land. You will hear from heaven and you will forgive them of their sin, God. So God, I thank you, Lord God, because I am your people and I will continue to pray and I will continue to repent and I will continue to be restored in Jesus name. Continue, Lord God, to hold me and keep me. So, God, I thank you for those who are hurting on today. I thank you for those who are broken on today. I thank you for those who don't know who you are. But, Lord God, through this, I pray that they'll know who you are. They'll receive salvation. They'll receive deliverance. Lord God, I pray that they will ask the question, what must I do to be saved? So, God, I thank you and I love you and I bless your name and I glorify you. God, I thank you. And I glorify you, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to pray, Facebookers, Instagramers, continue to pray. YouTubers, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being a part of Can We Talk About It Live. Continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. Share this with someone. Let them under, let them hear a word. Yes, I know how the length is. I do. Yes, I do. I got it. Yes. But when, listen, it's no different than us sitting watching The Wrath of Man that's uh, an hour and 96 minutes. Or it's no no use of us watching a, a, a show that's two hours. I went to took them to go see the um, Transformers or something one time. It was literally two hours. So, you know, with that being said, watch it. Go back and watch the replay. Go back and watch the replay. Share this to your pages. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's what you have to say to yourself when people are doing stuff that doesn't make sense. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And you must forgive sincerely. You must forgive wholeheartedly. You must have the heart to forgive. You must have the heart to forgive. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you all for tuning in. Know that I love you and God loves you more. If it's God's will, I'll be on again on tomorrow at 12 noon. And we will definitely be coming from today. You will be in paradise with me. That's tomorrow. Will today be your day of salvation? Amen. Amen. And God bless you.